Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Entitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I'm very excited because it's a 4th of July celebration show with my guests all the way from England. So actually, maybe I should say happy Good Riddance Day. It's (laughs) Matt Flood of Caskets. Matt, man, how are you doing today? I'm very good. Happy Good Riddance Day, dude. Thank you. Thank you. So how how is everything going today? We talked a little offline and you had mentioned you'd actually just finished shooting a new music video, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've uh, we're currently today been shooting the music video for the for the last single. And like as we speak, the rest of the boys are actually in the other room still still doing it, I think. So they've uh-huh. let me They've, they've, they've let me bugger off into a quiet room so I can <laughs> so I can talk to you and not and not have to work with them, which is great, mate. That's that is great. very that is very nice. <laughs> now, when you say the last single, though, are you talking? So you're talking new album reflections is coming out August 11th. Yes. Is that the last single that you just released that doesn't have the music video? Is that Better Way Out? Better Way Out was the one we've just yeah. Better Way Out was one we've just released a few mm-hmm. um, last week, a few weeks. I can't remember right now. Um, and then we've just. Well, we're currently shooting a music video for the next single, ah. and if there's if there's to be another single after that, I am not allowed to say yet because gotcha. I'm not sure myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally, totally understandable. So that's four singles you out you have out so far. There's yes, going to be another one, and then possibly another one is what you're saying. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Sure. No, no, I I completely understand that. I mean, it seems like you're you're going in the direction of the trend. Of even though you're putting out a full length album, you're also releasing almost half of the music yeah. as singles because that seems to be the way things are working better for Spotify, for yeah. Apple Music, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, if it was up to me, I'd I'd release every song as a single. Yeah, yeah. I I just I I love all the all the songs you write. So if it were up to me. I'd release every song as a single. Thankfully, it's not, or else our budget would be in the minus right now. Right. Right. Well, you're doing enough music videos. You're doing enough where it comes to having that full length. I mean, one of the things I wanted to commend you on or congratulate you on is with both of your albums that you have coming out, there's no filler in them. They are straight singles. Like I could see every single one of these new tracks on Reflections being a single on its own. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. That's that's the way we want to write. Like we don't we don't we don't want to write filler tracks do you know what i mean like that's not what i'd want to listen to if i was listening to an album so yeah we 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 try and make sure that every song we write is genuine and has a has a real meaning behind it otherwise what's the point otherwise do you know what i mean no absolutely yeah i think your your tracks are very hard hitting whether it's you know emotional or how you structure everything i did want to comment when i mentioned the last single at least that we've heard so far with uh better way out that's yeah. actually the final track on Reflections. and It is. Yeah, and you don't normally get to hear that final track until the EP or album comes out. Did you mm. put it out based on the message for that one, or was it something else? No, yeah, 100%. It was all, it, it was all on the message. <laughs> I mean, we also, we also wanted to make sure that with each single we released, it wasn't the same. Do you know what I mean? We didn't right. want to release another guiding light or another by the sound um and this is this song is like uh, in my opinion probably the most heartfelt hard-hitting song on on the album sure um so so that's why it it had to go last because we want we wanted the listener to go away listening to that album with that with with that that 
um that story fresh fresh in their mind we want them to take that kind that kind of feeling away from the album rather than finishing on some heavy metal song or anything like that i feel like people will remember it more um if we left if we'd have left it at the end and i, I feel like they will yeah no i absolutely agree and that's why i think i was so i was so a little surprised about having it as a single as well yeah i think that's very interesting with how you chose the singles that you chose because i've heard reflections now I've I've gone through it a few times now, front to back. Oh, dope! Yeah, it's it's. I really really enjoy what you guys. I I loved you know I love Lost Souls as well. Thank so you, man. to be able to go from Lost Souls to Reflections, yeah. I I don't know if you say Evolution because I think that gets I think that gets used too much. Okay. I think what you were able to do is take all the positives from Lost Souls and expand on them. It, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. and I'm assuming yeah. that's what you're trying to do, correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we wanted to, we didn't want to write the same album again. So, obviously, a lot, a lot of the themes and stuff are about me and my background and what I've been through and that, what I'm going through and stuff like that. <laughs> and I wanted the rest, I wanted the rest of the boys to have more of a voice, more of a say on this album, and uh, it meant us all opening up more to each other, being able to to speak a dialogue that we've not been able to speak um to you know a dialogue we've not been able to speak together um so so that's the reason why we called the album reflections we wanted each song to like reflect on a certain time or a certain aspect of one of one of our lives something that we was going through that really you know really pumped up the emotions and and because that's what sorry oh yeah in my opinion that's what that's what people want to hear like Sure, there's people that want to hear about you know uh, sniffing you know sniffing coke and doing fucking <laughs> fucking you know like shagging birds and 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 stuff like that. But like I'm not one of those I'm not one of those I I'm not bothered about bragging how many girls I've shagged and stuff like that. Do right. you know what I mean? I'd 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 rather I'd rather show the world um, our honesty and and how genuine we are towards the music that we write because like i said before there's no point in being an artist and and making music if for one it doesn't mean something to you Mm -hmm. and for two you don't think it's gonna it's gonna come across genuine and people aren't gonna pick up on the message so right so yeah we wanted we wanted to make sure on this album that we took all the layers all the awesomeness from the first album and just added layer on layer on layer and tried to add more influences from each of our each of our pasts Wow. Yeah, that completely makes sense. What I also enjoy about what you just said as well is coming from that real place, right? So reflections mm. is a good metaphor for looking back and, and yeah. really taking those experiences and bringing them forward. Yeah, what exactly. I also like about what you're able to do with your lyrics, and I believe I might have read uh, that other people helped you with some of the lyrics on this as well. And we'll, yeah. well. Yeah, we'll get into that as well. But the way that you are able to make such melodic and catchy, you know, quote unquote, heavier music works really, really well on Reflections. Thank and you, I really appreciate that even with a song like Hate Me, right? It's a, it seems like yeah. a very cliche saying. And, you yeah. know, lots of bands have explored that topic in the scene. But the way that you go about it, you don't seem to have those cliche lyrics and you're still able to make something that is very melodic and very catchy. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah man, we- that's tough. Yeah, man, we we pride ourselves on on our lyrics uh, because, like, we're in the first album. I I had to 
as as a frontman, I believe that you have to you have to give the world and your fans everything. They need to see your good sides, your bad sides, what makes you vulnerable, what you know, what makes you angry and stuff like that. And I feel like I I did that well with the first album. Um, but but like you said, I wanted the rest of the boys to 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 ha- to have a say as well. Yeah. Um. So like I said, it's it's not just my story. Um. But yeah, I mean, we we had we had well we. Only us, the band, and Dan, our producer, was the we we all worked on the lyrics um, in the studio. But we also had Tom from Tom from Berry Tomorrow and Philip uh-huh. from Normandy. They sure. helped on 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 some of the melodies as well. That's great. Um, we also had had Philip on the first one. Mm-hmm. I I massively believe in writing music with as many people as you as you possibly can. Ah, one okay. one because one because you in it gets you out engaging with other musicians and you can find things out about yourself musically that you never did. But also to have three brains thinking about lyrics and melodies rather than just one brain, right. you're gonna get three three times three not only three times the option, but if it's all awesome, you've you've got three different versions to pick from, let's say. Um, and that's kind of what we did. We like dissected, like there was like my version, melody wise, I'm talking about, yeah. but like my version, then Phillips and Tom's. And then if, if a section of Tom's was better than mine and Phillips would like try and dissect that into the song and, and the next probably like five seconds of melody would be mine. So ah. it was a bit, it's, it's a bit like, um, it's stressful, man. Like it's, it's a very stressful process, but I, I think it's the best it's the best way to go because rather instead of me like writing a whole song and and the boy is like well, I only like half of that that uh-huh. means I'd have to go away and write another half of the song whereas whereas now we're like well Tom's got a version as well and and Philip's got a version so we can see if there's anything out of that that fits in that section better than my version I see um so 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 yeah I'm a, I'm a big believer in working with as many different people as as we can um but like I said the lyrics were I spent like two weeks in a hotel room, like drafting out like the first draft of lyrics, as to say. Okay. There were like two and a half, two and a half weeks of pure hell, dude. <laughs> like, um, yeah, man. Like, like I have to put myself in some really weird, horrible oh, situations. I in, okay. Yeah, in my head, in my head, and and stuff like that. To, so I, f- I feel like I, that's what gets the best out of me. Sure. Um. So yeah, like. I went to them with the with, with the lyrics. Some were really good. Some, you know, not everything's perfect. So me and Dan and the rest of the band, we just spoke through it for about another two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we just like changed a little bit here, changed a little bit there. And then we we came to the decision eventually that it was that it was done. Cause as I'm sure you're aware, you you never really finished when you're writing music. You right. can just keep going on and on and on and on. Oh yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting too, being able to or having to go into those dark recesses or to really grab that emotion that you need for lyric writing. So that when you put a song together, when you get everything done and you're out there playing it live, do you have to go to that place again? Or is it more of a cathartic experience to be able to translate it into the music that you're playing? In, in some songs live, I, I have to go there. Um, one, I think people want to see that vulnerability live mm-hmm. in 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 every musician, not just the front man. It's what I want to see. Um, but there's certain there's certain songs that mean more to me personally than than other songs um, throughout the two albums. And the ones that the ones that are really heavy for me are are the ones that I kind of have no option but to kind of go back into that place to ah. be able to sing that song. Okay, you get what I mean. So yeah. like many times, many times I've just. Um, 
I've cried my eyes out on stage. Do you know what I mean? Like right, right. In, 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 in certain songs. And it's always those certain songs and never any of the others. Um, but yeah, it's, I feel like people, people struggle to put themselves on a platform as, as to say for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's a responsibility for myself and other, other vocalists or front men, front women. It, it's, it's our responsibility to show, to show people that, because some people, some people don't realize that we're they're just we're just normal people. Do you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We just we just we just drive around in sweaty vans and play <laughs> gigs sometimes. Right. Um, um. But yeah. So so to show the people that that we are just normal people, we do go through all, all the horrible shit that everyone else does. I think that's humbling. Um. And I think that's what people want to see because that's what that's what I've always wanted to see while watching bands. Right. Yeah. I I really appreciate that a lot too because. I tend to I tend to relate that emotion and seeing seeing the whole entire band being able to put that emotion out while they're playing live music I think is even more incredibly important now yeah. because you have so many bands that not only do they add electronics to their music which is which is fine in certain doses obviously yeah. I know you guys do it with certain tracks mm-hmm. as well to bring out kind of that epicness in, in yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, you're totally right. When you're playing live, though, there are a lot of bands, and I don't have to name names here. I'm sure a lot of people know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> there are lots of bands that rely so heavily on electronics yeah. and backing tracks while they're playing live yeah. that you don't, you don't feel that emotion anymore. So it, it yeah. means something when people like you are going out there and putting it all out there. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, my, my philosophy is like the, but like I said, you've you've got to give you've got to give the fans everything, every mm-hmm. single thing you've got, every ounce of energy, your blood, your sweat, your tears, because they're the people, one that they're they're the reason why we're here doing this in the first place. If we didn't have the fans continuously supporting us, then labels wouldn't be bothered about us, venues wouldn't be bothered about booking us, managers sure. wouldn't be bothered about us. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. So it all it all it all starts with the fans, and and to keep a fan on board you've got to you've got to give them what what they what they want and most of the time they don't know what they want until they've seen it right and and i i was like that when i was a bit younger watching bands like Mm -hmm. i loved bands but they didn't they didn't make me feel like i needed to like i like it was a very good idea for me to be there in that time listening to listen to this music rather Ah. than me being somewhere else okay so i i want i'd always want the fans to know that 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 I'm a hundred percent there with them when, when, when we're on stage and when we're, you know, doing our thing as to say, but they're, they're like, they're the, they're our sixth member. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. without, without them, we wouldn't be doing this. So we owe absolutely everything from 2018 to up to now, 2023, mm-hmm. we owe every, we owe everything to them and our fan, our friends and our family. Um, so yeah, I believe that you should give them everything you fucking got. Like, right. Uh, and and they'll they'll notice that and they'll remember that like show them your passion show them that you fucking care about what you what you do show them that what you're singing about is genuine and they'll fucking follow you to the ends of the earth For sure. and that's it that's the amazing thing about music it's 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 universal and and uh, and pe- people will never stray stray away from you if if you keep giving them your your all and your everything your 100 percent. right yeah and i believe if i'm not mistaken i mean it looks like the fans have really been behind you. You guys have had incredible yeah, growth man. over the last couple of years. Like, yeah, I man. think I looked at your Spotify 
and I think you have like a million six over I that. I think it is now, yeah. yeah that is insane. It's <laughs> fucking bonkers, dude. That's what it is. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, was there any celebration? Like, now I know, I mean, we all know the Spotify issue is that, you know, artists aren't paid what they really should be paid for having. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we, we know that we, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we don't make nothing. No, no. And that's and oh, my God, that, that it pisses me off still to this day. Yeah. But the question is, knowing, though, those numbers, it, it definitely has to help in other aspects. So you were able to you know, you were able to do your first tour in America. You're about to do another yeah. one as well. You're doing yeah. these headliners over in Europe as well. Would you say the amount of followers has helped you or listeners has helped you do that or is there anything even coming from having a number that great on Spotify? I, I think it's a bit of both. I think I think it's definitely helped with um, the interest that's being shown to us at the minute. I mean, to me, like to me, having one point six million um, listeners on Spotify is is a flex, in, in my opinion. Sure. Like it's something, it's something, it's something our manager can go and say to this band or this agency and be like, "Look, I've got this band. Look at how many followers they've got. Right. What tour can you get them on?" Mm-hmm. Whereas if you went to that agency and said, "Look at this band I've got. They've got a hundred monthly listeners," they'll just laugh at him and tell him to fucking do one. Do you right, know what I mean? Right. So, so I think it helps in 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 that regard. But um, in my opinion, it doesn't really that it's baseless there's no there's no meaning behind it anymore like one like 10 years ago if you got a million streams on youtube like fucking that was oh that was it that was an that was an incredible thing to achieve whereas now it's like it'll be a it's an incredible thing to achieve if you get a hundred million or a billion like no one cares if you get no one cares if you get a million anymore and that's pretty that's pretty sad but right right it is it is it is what it is no that's that's true I would say at least the tours seem to have possibly come from there. Yeah. So that's at least that's at least something. So you got to tell me. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know there's been because you're you're coming back to America very soon in August. You're going to yeah. be doing the uh, Hollow Bodies tour, which is pretty damn amazing. Uh, with Bless which the Fall, is crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. Did you ever <laughs> did you ever think in your career that you'd be doing? Because a lot of people thought that Bless the Fall wasn't even coming back. Did you ever yeah. imagine something like that happening? Oh, no, dude, no <laughs> way! Like I, I, I used to listen to Bless the Fall like when I was like, you know, fourteen, fifteen, like fifteen years ago right, or so, right. and they were like one, of, they were like one of the biggest bands on the planet, and then like obviously they went away. Yep, yep. And then they're like, right, we're going to do this comeback tour, and they've offered us the the main support. That's like, so great. It's insane, dude. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fangirling so bad the first day we meet. Oh, them, of course. It's like. Like I used to, I've been listening to you guys for like fifteen fucking years, and now like I'm gonna share the stage with you for awesome. for the next like six weeks. It's we're blessed, dude. Like we're we're totally blessed to be to be where we are, and we, I, we well, I definitely try and never take it for granted because right. you know there's there's fucking millions of kids and people that would that would that would slit my throat to to be able to be in the situation that I'm in right now, and and I don't blame him. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I've just got to. I always need to take a step back and kind of take it all in, or otherwise, like my brain gets carried away, and oh, I'm sure. and then I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna be fucking main stage download next year for sure, guys. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So so I have to take a step back and and reel myself in. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy, dude. It's 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 crazy, and I'm I, and I know that it's gonna be really good for the band as well. And I know that the guys oh, yeah. are really nice. I've spoken to them before, so I'm right. really, really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I've never heard any bad behind the scenes stories 
uh, of no, them. me that, neither. Yeah, never. That's awesome. But that is that is one of the great things that you have been able to do as a as an English band, as a European band, however you want to mention it. One of the biggest issues, though, has been just touring in general, right? Yeah. Just the amount of money. Yeah. The cost of everything that people have to do, and it's even it's even exacerbated more by you being overseas. But you've been able to exactly. do it. Yeah, you came over with Holding Absence. Obviously, they're from the UK as well. Yeah. And then you did the tour with Dayseeker, and you've got this, you know, this tour coming up with uh, Bless the Fall. Mm. What are the pitfalls for you, though, that you see more often for someone coming from overseas to the states to tour? The biggest one for me would probably be like the culture shock. Okay. Like especially especially if you're coming from England, like mm-hmm. everywhere I've traveled around the world, there's there's not been anything like being in England. Very true. So like we're used we're used to like we have the NHS and stuff like that. So we're used to be able to just going into um, a pharmacy and just picking up some like you know some paracetamol or some painkillers and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it being next to nothing right and every time i come back and be like dude if you go to like if you go to america or you go to germany and buy some paracetamol it's going to cost you like 15 euros or yep. 15 mm-hmm. bucks or something like and they can't get their head around that and i'm like yeah man like i have like a little um medicine bag as to say for when i go on tour so it has like my inhalers in it oh, and my sorry. my steam my steamer and stuff like that and i spend at least about 150 bucks a month while on tour just just restocking that bag wow do you know what i mean yeah. and like yeah 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 and like people people aren't aware of that um it's like yeah man like you've got to really look after yourself on tour because like you're doing everything that you shouldn't be doing like you're not sleeping a lot you're not eating properly not you know, exercising as much. Some, yeah. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. exercising. You're stuck in a tight, a tight little tin can with God knows how many other people. Right. So you've got to make sure you've got to make sure that you plan ahead. Um and, and at least try and learn a little bit of the language right. to, to where to where you're going. Like people love that. It's people love you going on stage and saying hello in their language and stuff like that. And just little things like that can go a long way on tour. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. That's true. So yeah, mom. I love talking to you because so I used to live in England as well. All right, okay. It's like a blast from the past being able to talk to somebody who actually yeah. knows this, knows the back and forth between yeah, the yeah, differences yeah. of America and England, and then going from it's England crazy, to Germany dude. and stuff. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is definitely a culture shock for sure. I miss it. I miss going back to England. I uh, it's been a few years. I'm going to Germany coming up soon and i'm gonna get the language back a little bit more because you're absolutely right people especially when you're american and stuff people have a certain perception of of how you're going to be yeah yeah 100 with us in british and american people yes i i I agree with that it happens for sure so tell me what would you say culture shock wise besides the the pharmacies and and getting uh medications and whatnot what would you say is the difference between the fans like when you're when you're playing live compared to england to america what would you say the biggest difference would be um i say english fans are a lot more reserved than american fans okay i think i don't think there's like that much difference when it comes to like you know they english fans and american fans all rock out just as you know just as good or as crazy as as each other um but but i feel like it's a lot easier to converse with with an American fan than an English fan. I don't know why. Okay. Um. It just feel they just feel English people are very awkward. I, I, I think, <laughs> especially, especially, especially. I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, no, no. If you're I get meeting you. 
especially if you're meeting them for the first time, there's mm-hmm. they, you, there's a lot of like, hello, hello, how are you, blah, blah. And then there'll be like 15 seconds of silence. And yes. to me, that is, I can't think of anything fucking worse. Right. But in, a, in America, man, like they'll, every time the people just coming up to me and just, just starting conversation, I'm not very good at meeting new people. I'm also one of those annoying English guys that gets really awkward. <laughs> um, so the fact that they can converse so well with us and 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 there's so much more, it's like you've it's like you've instantly known them for years. Whereas ah. whereas in England, like it's just so easy to lose the conversation. Okay. Um, but the biggest shock for me was the drives, dude. Oh, like, yes. Okay. Fucking hell! I didn't appreciate how big America was until until we got there. Right. Like, and what was it? We drove from LA to. New Mexico. Oh, I think sure. I don't know how long. I don't know how. I don't know how long it took. Right, but it's like, like 15, it 20 hours probably. Fucking long drive, dude. Like you could drive from the bottom bottom of England to the top of Scotland right. and back again in, yep. within fifteen hours. That's like right. so. Yeah, that that absolutely blew my mind. And then we traveled from Texas to Florida, and that ah. was like yep thirty hours or something. Like I was like, how does like no one w- must walk anywhere in America. Like, right, right. Everyone, everyone walks around everywhere in England, but like obviously our roads are so big. Like, <laughs> and like a shop is like a fucking million yards away from the next shop. Yep. Uh, so I can remember walking down the street. I'm like, how do Americans deal with all this walking, man? Like, it's so far from like the venue to next door. Oh yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being a little, a little. Uh, over the top with it to be fair but no you're saying you're saying the right stuff i mean that is that is very true people who have not been overseas do not realize how different it is like that's why right, crazy when I, when i go to europe let's say right and i know you've been to you guys have toured all over yeah. and i know you're not a huge fan of trains but mm. in most in most of the cases trains would be extremely nice here but we don't have the infrastructure yeah, in the yeah. states to truly have those trains work the way they're supposed to and i God, I couldn't imagine how long like it would take to get from one side of America to the other on one of our trains. Oh, right. yeah. our, tra- our our train system is like gone, gone, gone for a shit. Oh, has it really gone that years. bad? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay. really, it's really, but ba- it's really bad, man. Um, I, gotcha. I think the government, uh, the government are on about stepping in to take over a lot of the firms apparently because they just can't, can't. You know, we get cancelled trains all the oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to travel like three hours to 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 get home, even though if you did it in a car, it'd take you 20 minutes wow. because it has to divert around all these different places because there's not enough trains. That's you know insane. What I mean? so, it did not yeah, used yeah, to be like that. Wow. It's No, it didn't. It's only, it's only started doing it over like the last four or five years, if that, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, then, and then the pandemic made it yes, hella worse. worse. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, I can't see anything improving either, to be uh, fair. I can't do yeah. I can't wait to get out of this fucking country. I'm not joking. Oh, it's that, it's that bad, right? Wow, see, that's, that's yeah, such a shame. Dude. See, I was in... The last time I was in England, I was in, and I almost say not England because I know they don't like it. Uh, I was in Liverpool uh, in 2020. So I was there right before. So I went over to see a match. Right before. It was right before the pandemic. And things were running pretty well. But I could tell that things had gone downhill a little bit. But I didn't realize it was that bad. 
Yeah, it's getting really bad, dude. Like the police as well. Oh, minute, I like, have heard get, stories. Yeah, it's getting like un- underfunding and and loads loads of staff being lo- loads of staff being cut, jobs going and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and then and then they're wondering why like the knife cream is the knife oh, crime is right. through the roof at the minute and right. stuff. It's crazy, dude. And we're not we're not doing that much better. I mean, I think you'll have a better time when you're over here. Yeah. But I, I mean, we still have our problems with police defunding and a lot of other things happening yeah. in this country as well. I think once you start getting into the crazy politics in both, you see all the issues. It's, but once you're here, yeah. I don't think you'll see as much as you think you might. It's weird because because like you could go over to America and spend a month there or whatever mm-hmm. and, and prob- probably not realize the problems that are happening at all. Right. Because that's how like... Um, how dissected real life, living a real life, is compared to all the shit that's going on around you in the media and stuff like that. It's like, it's like the the fucking police are being defunded and the president's fucking corrupt and this and that and that. Yep. But you're like, but I can just walk out and live my normal daily life without any interference or interruption. I just feel like that's that's really, it really it really messes with my head. I like. The world is so fucked at the minute, yet, mm-hmm. it, yet it, we can still go out and just live a normal life as if nothing was happening right. in the ether. Right. So, so yeah, it's it's strange, man. It's strange, and that's that's why I like to try and keep my head in in the music at the minute. Like, yes, I try and not right. get involved in all that all that Twitter shit and oh my God. stuff like. That. Oh, dude, it's a fucking <laughs> oh, it's a war, it's a war zone on there at the minute. It's crazy. It like, really. So, yeah, I just, I just try and stay away from it all, man. That is that is the absolute best way to be. I find yeah. I, I try every once in a while. Like obviously you have to market, right? You have to be able to yeah. show your band, you have to show your podcast, you have to do all that kind of stuff. But I never want to get in an argument with somebody about music taste or any of that kind of stuff. That's never it, what I want to do. I just want to go no. talk to bands, go to live music and like what I like and promote the bands that I also like. That's all I want to do. But Twitter, yeah, all that man. stuff is a cesspool. It's really like you can just, like you said, just promote bands that you like and yeah. stuff like that. And someone will have a fucking problem with that. Oh, like, for sure. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, oh, did you know that the guitarist in this band 17 years ago said something yes. to someone and right. it really fucking upset them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, really, man? Like, come on, dude. Like, leave everyone alone. Right. Like, do you know, he's not murdered anyone, has he? He's like, he's not done something really bad. He just, Probably said something to someone that they didn't like. Probably told him that they didn't like his fucking hair or something. Sure. And they and they just they just hold on to it for years and years and years now. And yeah, like you could you you could put. Oh, I went I went out for tea with my mother earlier, and it and, it, and oh, I really wrong. enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah, there'll be something wrong. Like, Where'd you get that tea from? Yeah, that's not that's not tea. You're lying. You're lying to the world. <laughs> Oh man. Well, actually, you know what? I gotta, I gotta ask you this because I haven't, you know, this is the first time you've been on the show. So I haven't been able to talk to you about a whole bunch of, you know, past stuff that's, that's come up. Yeah. So I remember there was a time, I think it was, what was it a year ago or so? Yeah. I think it was in November, or October or so. Right. Did you end up, how'd you end up hurting your foot or your leg? Oh, mate. Yeah. It still is now. Nah. Um, oh, really? So. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was on the way. So we shot the which music video was it? Um, the guiding light music video. Okay, all right. And then we was on. I was on the. Way, I was on the way back home. I had to get a train, and I was running late for the train. So 
um, the train was parked right next to the, the stairs that I was walking down mm-hmm. and I thought it was going to go. So I jumped down the last set of stairs, which must have been about 20 steps. Oh, but, yeah. But but I, I didn't realize it was like that far right. until I was like midair. And I was like, oh, oh, shit, no. like, this is a bit too far. And I like landed on both my feet yep. and then like my, uh, which one was it? My right, my right, right ankle just oh, okay. gave way, and I just hit the deck, man. Um, li- literally crawled onto the t- onto the train, right? Um, and I ended up, I tore the muscle around the front of my ankle. Oh um, man, I fract, I fractured one of my ankle bones and did some ligament damage as well. Um, but yeah, I have, I have an update. I actually did the exact same thing, but to my arm in Germany about a month ago. Oh fall- no. falling off. Fucking, you know them lime, you know them lime scooters, them yes. like electric. Scooters. They're all over I was on, here. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, dude, I was I was on one of them. Okay. I was a bit drunk. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Sure, sure. Um, and I was crossing the road and I hit a curb. Like I tried to go up the path, sure. but I didn't realize there was a curb. Like in front oh. of the path. So I hit hit that at 20 mile an hour. Went flying straight over the handlebars. Landed on my elbow and then rolled it. Like my whole body fell onto it after. Yeah. yeah. Um. And like within a few days, like my whole arm was like pure black. It was like the worst bruise I've ever had. Wow. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't grip anything or anything like that. And then when, when then when I, I got home, I found out I tore, I tore half the muscle off my elbow bone wow. as well. So yeah, I, I'm just fucking a walking liability dude. Yeah, you were falling like. apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I li- literally seam by fucking seam. Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> oh, so how? That's no, good, man. How is it feeling now? Yeah, it's okay. My ankle's okay. okay. The ankle's okay, but what about the arm then? Yeah, it's literally just starting to feel okay. Like okay. I can't really pick anything up heavy with it yet, but at least I can like hold my phone and stuff now. Oh, okay. which is a uh, which, which is all right. But yeah, yeah. I, I, talk to me next week, and I'll have I'll have another injury for you, dude. Yeah, that's like, what I'm I was so like... <laughs> I'm I'm so bad. Well, at least look, think of it this way: with all the travel you've got going. You you weren't you're a front man anyway, so you weren't like loading things in as much. But now no. you can just be like, guys, I just can't. Oh, well, you just, know, dude. Can someone get my bags for me? You know, dude. Like I had to, I had to do. We had to do like four shows with my arm like that, and it, it looked like it looked like it went attached to my body properly because I couldn't move it. So it was wow. just like, imagine me like singing, holding the mic with my right hand, yeah, and right. my left arm's just flailing just... about everywhere, like oh. because it just I looked like an idiot, but. I managed to get through the shows, thankfully. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I hope it was, it was, I hope it was a nightmare. Better. Yeah, I mean, you have thank you, dude. You have more shows coming up, so okay. Yeah. So I had to ask about that. I hate, okay. I hate injuries. I just, I can't wish them upon my worst enemy. Like I just, I, I hate, <laughs> hate injuries. So the question then, as well, is at that time that the ankle happened, mm. you guys also ended up dropping off that tour with Dance Gavin Dance. Yeah. So. It was always a question of was it more to do with with how bad your ankle was, or was it because of the accusations against Tillian and then him coming back into Dance Gavin Dance? What was that decision like for the band? Well, it it was a little bit of both of them, mainly my ankle, as yeah. as I'd literally just just done it before it was meant to go away. And right. um, the Tilly the Tillian stuff wasn't something that because he'd, he'd not been done for anything or anything like that. And apparently it was all rubbish anyway, but I, I know nothing about it. Oh, yeah. Um, 
that was that was a little bit off-putting for us, I'd say, but it's not the main reason why we decided to cancel the tour. I mean, gotcha. we, we quite a, quite a few of us had some like personal issues going on at the time, um, and yeah, I, I guess from my injury and stuff like that, the what's it called? The medical insurance would have oh, been absolutely yeah. right. astronomical mm-hmm. as well. So. So yeah, it's a bit shit, but like you got to look after yourself first, don't you? So, yes, right. Yeah. And with all the touring that you had to do after that, it made sense to take that time. Now, obviously, yeah. Dance Gavin Dance, huge band, uh, and yeah. probably one of I would think most of your favorites, or at least yeah. everyone probably liked them at some point and whatnot. Yeah. So it, it means something. That's why it's so you guys made such an important decision to drop off that tour so that you could have your futures be yeah, much better. So. To me, that makes complete sense, and I appreciate you being honest about that and talking about that no, because totally it not. had to have been a very difficult decision to have to turn down such a big band. Yeah, man, it was like we we pondered we pondered over it for a while, like at least a few weeks, I think. <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like, what's the word? Willing myself to, for 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 my for my ankle to get better. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, we'll see what it's like in two weeks. And if it's a lot better, then we'll, we can chance it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we left it a few weeks and like my ankle got worse actually before, oh, before it got better. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so it was, it was a no go for us, but, and, and it was a bit shit because also because we dropped off that tour, we didn't have anything lined up for a while after. Yeah, right. Right. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, it, it was a bit shit, but, but like I said, our, our health is more important than it, than anything else. Absolutely. Um, and I and 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 I, I trust I trust that we'll get that type of opportunity again. As oh, long for as we sure. Keep, keep our heads down and and keep working hard. Yeah, you guys have to be. When I think about the the largest groups right now in the scene in in the yeah. UK in England, you're right up there. I mean, I think you guys you guys might be poised to pass like a holding absence. You think? Yeah. Well, with the type of tours oh, that you're getting. I think so. That that Bless the Fall tour is huge. And yeah. I think one yeah, of the man. biggest promotional things you could have done that I think is going to work out really well for you is with Reflections coming out on August 11th. You're going to be out on tour during... I know, that. right? I mean, that's that's perfect. Yeah, like, um, the album... What do you say? The, al- the album comes out, like, a week after we're, we're a week into the tour or something like that. So yeah. we're, quite, we're quite nervous about it because we've... We're going to be in a completely different country away right. from where it's comfortable to do all our work. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So I feel like we're going to be in the bandwagon, absolutely stressed to fuck, probably screaming at each other. Ah, um, gotcha. But like, not not in a bad way. No, but, it's that but, let's get things done. We want to do things right kind of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then but then you're like, I've got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to make sure this gets posted. But then we've got to go do sound check, and then we've got an hour until we play the show. But right. this he's doing and this he's doing. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a mad time, but I think it I think it's gonna be really 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 good for 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 the band, yeah. Especially to release especially to release the album while we're on tour, as then we can probably like sh- um, uh, change the set list about and stuff like that because we don't like playing songs that haven't been released yet, obviously. Okay, sure. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking about doing that. Um, you know, there's that website where you can get fans to to pick your set list and stuff oh, like that. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah, I think we're gonna probably do something like we're gonna go to America with a set list, mm-hmm. play 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 that for a week, and then once the album's out, we'll probably put put like a status out saying select our set list. Oh, that's a good. And idea. yeah, if it's uh, yeah yeah yeah, and then and then 
hopefully some of the songs off the new album will be that the, they'll have picked for us. Very nice. Yeah, that, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about that too, since you're going to be in a different country where I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of your listeners come from the States. I, I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. So it means yep. they're going to be familiar or should be familiar with what you're about and your, you know, your schedule of when things are released and whatnot. So yeah. I, I think they should be ready to hear new songs, but I like that idea about letting people pick, you know, at least some of the songs of the set list, however they do it. Yeah. I think that's a really good, innovative thing to do. Exactly. It's going to get people to come. Yeah. That's your main thing, right? You want to sell tickets and get people to be there. Yeah. Who doesn't want to do that if they've put a vote in for a track, you know? Exactly. And it'll get, it'll get, it'll get people involved and make them actually feel like they're, they're involved as well. Yeah. Um, and there's, man, there's loads of things that I want to try out, like in the future. Like I still want to get like, like as many of the crowd up on the stage while we play our oh, last sure. song as possible. I, yeah. I want to see everyone fucking crowd surfing and stuff like that. We've not really had that yet. So that kind of stuff would be cool. And we want to do, we want to get like people on stage, like singing, featuring with us and stuff like That'd that. That'd be very cool. So yeah, there's, yeah, there's loads of ideas, man. And I think, I think we've got time. So yeah. just take it, take it steady. And, uh, and yeah, I think, I think the, I think the pick your, pick our set listing will, will go down well. Yeah, that's one of, just to go back to something you just said about the features, that's something I wanted to hit on as well. So yeah. obviously you had Telly, you know, in Reflections, you did More Than Misery. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I, I mean, sometimes you don't see when I was sent the album, it doesn't have even Telly's feature on it. It just has the track listing. Oh, right, okay. I couldn't tell. There, there are no other features in Reflections, right? No. Okay. No, just that one. But you've only done one because you didn't do anything for Lost Souls either. No. When you talked earlier about kind of wanting more minds, right, to be in the process of how mm. you're making music and, and how you're able to kind of just structure what you're making, yeah. would you want to do more features in the future? Because I know you also featured on Thousands Below's album yeah. uh, recently as well. Was that something you enjoy or do you just not like that as much? No, yeah, one million percent, dude. I think we, I think we've not done that many features because we we don't really know that many people in the industry yet. Oh sure. Um, sure. Do you know what I mean like because we didn't tour that much because of COVID and stuff like that, so we've only just been touring properly for like a couple of years now. Right. And we've not really. Everyone's in America. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like most most the majority of bands that you'd want to do features with are in America and stuff like that. And I I'd much rather meet people face to face rather than on the internet on the other side of the world do you know sure. what i mean <laughs> um and we got telly because because weirdly enough i've, I've we've mean tell mean telly have spoken for quite a while now probably quite a few years um and i always thought it we we had the song and it was made for a feature <laughs> and i thought i thought it'd be really cool to get telly one because he's an insanely good screamer oh, and, yeah. and a good vocalist <laughs> in general but also, I think it, it. I thought it would have been cool and a bit of a surprise to have Telly screaming in a song because he doesn't do that much screaming anymore, right. to be honest. True. Very true. Um, and I, yeah, and I, I thought that'd be like a nice. I thought that'd be a bit refreshing for fans as well to to to, to hear him screaming again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, man, like he's such he's such a nice guy. He's so down to oh, earth. Oh, he very he's, he really he's, is. Yeah, he's a sweet he's a sweetheart. Um. So so yeah, we we was honored we was honored to to have him on our album. I mean, like I said, we've not had really had any more because we don't really know anyone. 
I was on Thousand Below's. Um, they're nicest dudes ever, by the way. Oh, yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Had them people. on the show as well. Same with same with Telly, actually, a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. They're awesome people. Yep. But I mean, we've we've done we've done like a mini tour with Thousand Below. So I mean, we you know we we know the Thousand Below boys pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it it was it was a it was a massive surprise and a massive honor to have been asked to be to 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 feature on the album. And and yeah, I was really happy with that track as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I that makes sense to me. The whole understanding somebody by knowing them, knowing where their place might be instead of, and I I can't hold it against a lot of bands because a lot of bands are in so many separate areas. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, to do a feature unless somebody is just like, Hey, I want this person on, let me get them to record it, send it over, put it in. You know, that's kind of how it works sometimes for sure. But I do like your, your stance on, you like to get to know someone and really understand what they want and then do it that way. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather do it that way than get my manager to message their manager and all the all the professional to and fro and like I don't care about that crap. Right. Um, that's what that could be because I'm not a manager. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'd I'd, I'd much I'd much rather meet someone in person, sit down, have a good chat with them, and then if they're try and try and gather the right kind of information for myself for me to make a decision is to be like i think they'd either sound really good in that song or that song or that song and then take that idea back to them right right that's that's my preferred way of doing it i'd say yeah that sounds that sounds right now might i make a suggestion yes sir in case you can pull this off and i don't know if you can because not everyone in england and wales knows each other so I know that okay. for, I know that for sure. Even though you can drive back and forth quickly, <laughs> you don't know everybody. Exactly, man. But if you could ever meet the uh, funeral for a friend guys, uh, I think if you had Matt, if you had Matthew, yeah, do a feature on a casket song, that would sound amazing. I agree. Actually. But that's just my personal. I've actually never. I've never thought of that. But it's. It, you're right. You're right. It's a, it would sound really good, actually. He he's got that vocal range and the melody. Yeah, I think would work so well with the way you guys harmonize and do your melodies. Thank you, man. Oh yeah. Also, I think I think um, I don't know his name because I'm crap. I think it's Shane. Shane from Silverstein. Oh sure. I'd love yeah, yeah. to. I, yeah, I'd love to get him on a track, man. I love his voice. So that that that'd be really cool too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's a fan of yours as well. Like I I would not put it past them because I know. I hope so. Oh yeah, I I know they listen to a lot of newer bands. I had a band on called uh, The Burden. If you've ever heard of them, okay. they're like old school two th- like early two thousand screamo post hardcore. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I know he's a fan of theirs, so Ooh. he does listen to newer music. I would not be surprised if you haven't come across his radar. That'd be cool, man. That'd be cool if we have. Oh, if we could just work together, that'd be dope, yeah. man. I think my my all time feature would be with Charlie Simpson, though, dude. Oh, really? Like, That's nice. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, man. Like that guy's that guy's voice is something else. Yeah, man. Oh, wow, that would be so. How do you think? Do you think something like after you get the second album out? Yeah. Do you think that brings on like even the way we were talking about before with the amount of Spotify listeners you have, things like that, where that can kind of bring in tours? Yeah. Do you think that kind of clout then can get you? the people that you want uh, to kind of get in the room and really get to know someone and have them feature? Yeah, I think I think the clout of having those numbers would def- is definitely an ear perker. I think, you know, if you went to like, you know, if you went to Travis Barker like, and said, dude, do you want to drum for this band? 
or do you want to feature drumming on this band but they've only got so and so followers mm-hmm. or do you want to work with caskets who've got 1.6 blah 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 followers the more than likely they're going to pick the band that's got the more the more list listens you know what i mean yeah but i think i think you're right there the clout the clout does help get the features that you want and get maybe get you to where you want to be but um Again, I'd I'd much personally I'd rather someone make that decision not based off someone's numbers. Yes. I'd rather I'd want them to do it based off, you know, whether they like the band for mm-hmm. starters and whether they like the song you want them on. Like do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I wouldn't if, if I got asked to feature on on a song mm-hmm. and they had like fucking ten million monthly listeners, a lot of people would say yeah straight away, probably without even listening to the song. And they'd still probably say yeah after listening to the song and realizing they don't like the song right just because it's for the clout but sure. me personally man like i nah nah i'd, I like I'd much rather i'd much rather feature a song that fucking got no views and that i really liked than one that i didn't like and got a shed ton of views damn man you are a genuine person i, I appreciate <laughs> thank you man i really do and that well, that's gonna be the tough part i mean going to funeral for a friend or fight star you know as you mentioned like Going yeah, to those man. bands that aren't really around anymore, that's going to be mm. super difficult. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it, you're right. It is difficult, but it is doable, man. Right. It's doable. Anything, anything is doable, depending on your resources and how, and how much you want, it, you want it done. Well, I like that. I like that attitude because not only going from being a relatively newer band, right, from 2018 yeah. into now, you also, you know, you had to... Once you sign with a major label with Sharp Tone, then you actually had to change your name. I mean, yeah. I think everyone knows that. And even, I mean, name changes can be killers yeah. for bands. Like they yeah. sometimes they just disappear after something like that. Yeah. But you guys have gotten progressively larger over some of the more difficult years to become larger. So to yeah, have it, that positive weird, attitude, dude. yeah. Thank you. Man. Yeah, it's 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 weird. That whole situation was horrible. Yeah. Um, we were literally just gaining traction, and then it was on the Lost in Echoes video shoot when we found out that we. Oh, were was it really? A, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a freezing warehouse. I was t- tip tip the day off that with that news. Um, but yeah, we our our option was to either fight in court, and it would have taken about a year, mm-hmm. and that's what we were we were going to do. But it would have meant everything. We'd have disappeared for a year. We wouldn't have been able to release anything or anything like that. Right. So it was either that or bite the bullet and change our name and. We umdenard over it for a month or so, and then eventually our Instagram went down, our Spotify went down. We were losing all our traction, so we just bit 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 the bullet and be like, "Yeah, we'll just change our name." And thankfully, our fans were amazing and stuck by us. And yeah, and yeah, I think it's I think it's weirdly enough, I think it was a really good thing for us. Um, yeah. yeah, in a weird in a, in, a, in a strange way, I think I think it helped us out a lot. Yeah, no, I I think so too. I mean, it is weird sometimes when you're googling. And literal caskets come up during yeah. Google. <laughs> but other than that, I think I think it definitely has. I think it's it's a striking name, and I think also with being, you know, not being a band uh, for as long at that time, maybe that also kind of helped as well. If you had been yeah. a band for ten years and then switched your name, yeah, been a different, a horrible process. But then also, yeah, you might have lost a lot of traction with that, but. Now, exactly. I mean, it seems like you guys have all the momentum momentum possible. Yeah, man. We're, yeah, it's dope, dude. It's dope. I I really appreciate the positive. So I I appreciate that, especially yeah, someone good. in your state that has had 
you know, the bad things happen, but is still able to pull through. Yeah. That's always a, a great message. So here's Thank here's a much. question kind of to round out things, because I, okay. I just realized we're we're almost at an hour. <laughs> so No, uh, we got it. I don't mind at all. So this is I, I appreciate the time that you've taken. So no, you're good, man. when you go from lost uh from lost souls to reflections, yeah. What would you say with reflections? What's the thing you're most proud of? compared to Lost Souls. What are you looking for people to hear? Is there something special that you did in a certain track? Yeah. What do you really want people to hear from you? Well, uh, for starters, I'm I'm really proud of, of us as a band for the way that we went about doing this album. The fact that we talked about how we wanted everyone to have a say and the fact that everyone was willing to, to open themselves up and show a certain vulnerable sides that we'd not seen from each other before Mm -hmm. and that helped like i said open up a dialogue to be able to write even better music it's not that i want people to notice that but i'm just really proud of us as a band that we've been able to kind of get over that that hurdle right um because it can only mean in my opinion it will only make our songwriting better and our our us as a group better um and and better people and better musicians but I want listeners to take away how I, I want them to notice that we've that we've tried to not become a completely different band. We've not veered away from what the caskets, as to say, sound is. Agreed. But I want them to know. I want them to notice that we've that we've taken a bit of a gamble and tried to change things up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and for them to for them to see that we're not just one trick ponies, dude. Right. That's my main. That's my main thing. I don't want to be seen as just some some guy that tries to sing high over over melodic metal music. Like I want them to know that we can do softer music, acoustic music, and there's so much more stuff I want to try out for the next album, like rapping and dubstep, and I want to try <laughs> wait, everything. Wait, don't go dude. too far. See how it sounds. <laughs> oh no, dude! Like like I I just I want to. That's the whole, the whole like next gen of music. That's how it comes about, in True. my opinion. You've got, yeah. to, you've got to fanny about with sounds and fail loads, and then you'll you'll end up on you'll end up hitting gold, man. Like, sure. um, and that's what I think. Will that's what I think we're capable of doing. We've just got to keep our heads down and and stay busy. Yeah, I mean, you guys couldn't be more busy. I yeah. At the <laughs> minute, so I agree, stuff. man. I I agree. I agree. But I, I, it's it's good for my mental health anyway. Oh, it's better good. than being okay. sat, sat at home flicking through fucking Facebook. So oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm 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 more than happy with with how busy it is at the minute. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, then let me end this. We'll we'll say our goodbyes and then hang on the line for for a second. Yeah, we'll yeah, say our sure, goodbyes man. out there. But I do have to ask this because I like I said I don't get to talk to people on this show that are you know from England from yeah. the UK that kind of stuff. Okay. So I got to ask, are you a football fan? I am indeed. So okay. Yes. What is your team? Is it Leeds or do you have a different no. team? No. Okay. It, my my team is Sheffield United. Ah, okay. Do you mind telling me the story of how you got into Sheffield United? Yeah. So um, so the band is based in Leeds and the yeah. mo- most of the boys live around Leeds, but I'm from about, well, from an English term, it's ages away, but it's actually not. It's only about an hour and a half away. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, from, I'm from a place near Sheffield um and like when I was a kid I never I never went to any football matches or anything like that and I grew up supporting Man United Manchester oh, United oh. until uh, until I was about <laughs> till I was about six or seven oh, okay. and then my dad my dad took me to my first Sheffield United game 
and it was again. I tell you who it was. It was against Portsmouth. Oh, okay. And we won. Four, we won four three. Nice. Because we scored a penalty in the last minute. Oh. I can't believe I remember that. I can't remember what I ate yesterday, but I can fucking remember that. That's awesome. Um. So yeah, yeah, and no, I've I've never looked back since. We've just been promoted to Premier League. Yes. So yes, I'm excited to see you guys. Place. Yeah. No, Let's that's have it. I see. I love stories like that because that's like. Once someone says I'm a Man United fan or I'm a Chelsea fan, I just go because, you know, in most cases, it's because they were number one for whatever amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I also appreciate that, because now we don't have a huge rivalry. For <laughs> me, I'm a Liverpool fan and I've been a right, Liverpool okay. fan yeah, since I was three. Really? Oh, yeah. So I was I was living in England. Yeah. And I was actually living in uh, I, I lived down in uh, Bedfordshire. Oh, okay. So I was down, yeah, I was down by like Compton where the Chick Sands used to be an Air Force base. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, you. you would think maybe I'd be more London team or, or something like that. All right. But it just never, Liverpool was my team from when I was a kid and I've never let that go. Just ingrained into you now. Yeah, just, I, I bleed red. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a very cheesy, very, very cheesy joke. No, no, joke, no, no, but... no it's a good, it, was, it was very good, actually. But I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate talking a little bit of football because I know most people who listen to the show will probably have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, but not a clue. I like that. This is important to me. So, <laughs> by the way, do you know, are you playing on August 13th then? Are you one of the openers or is it on Sunday or Monday? Oh, let me just have a look. I have not got a clue. Oh, okay. I think, I think we're one of the openers, I think. Okay. But I'm not sure. I'm going to let you know, even though you have a phone, I mean, you're going to have your phone on tour. Yeah. But while you're here, there are, depending on what city you go to, there are many supporters clubs that oh. bars will open early in the morning to show different EPL uh, actual football matches. No way. Oh yeah, I I've I, so Let's I go. I actually ran one in Boston for a long what? time. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Dude. Oh yeah. I like, I like so that a lot. You're going to have to say soccer because no one's going to know what you're talking about. But soccer. Yeah, yeah, soccer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce it, yeah, just really really rough it up. But yeah, there are there are plenty of places across the entire states that will open up early for matches. That's and if insane. you ask them to put on the matches, they'll be able to do it. That's insane. They don't even do that in this bloody country. Yeah, I always... Like if, yeah. if Man United's playing, then it's Man United. Like, right. you know, yeah, it's yeah. annoying. But yeah, just to let you know, that's just a little hint for when you're traveling around. No, I remember that. I appreciate you telling oh, yeah, me that, dude. Absolutely. I'm going to annoy the boys with it now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, man, once again... Thank you so much for taking the time to do the show. So I want to reiterate for everybody that Reflections is coming out via Sharp Tone Records on August the 11th. So it's coming up pretty yes, soon. Sir. You know, by the time this show comes out and everything, it's going to be pretty soon. I absolutely love going through it. One Thank of my you. favorite. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite things that I like to do, too, is I'm going to get the vinyl. You know, people will be able to pre-order. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get the vinyl and then I'm going to go through again front to back. And read the lyrics with it too, yeah, because man. I always appreciate doing that. So I know those pre-orders are now available. There's a yes, bunch sir. of different vinyls, bunch of different merch. Mm. I will have links in the description of the episode so that people can not only do that, but follow you guys on social medias and, and you know find out where you're touring, all that kind of stuff. But until then, what is the best way for people to support you? Just keep listening to our music, man. That's 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 all we ask. Just that's how you can support us. Come sure. to a show, listen to our listen to our music, 
if you want to buy some merch, that's fine. If not, that's fine. Not everyone likes our merch, so that's fine. <laughs> um, and come and say hi, man. Like we're, we're not we're not shy, so just come and say hi. And that's it, dude. That sounds great. We don't, we don't, yeah, yeah. We don't try and ask for much, man. No, no. You guys didn't seem like that, but to be able to support and really make sure that you guys stick around. If you have the means, everyone listening, it is nice to be able to go out, see them live, buy some merch, do whatever. But like I said, I will have links in the description of the episode to make all that very, very simple. But Matt, man, uh, like I said, do me a favor, stay on the line while we, you know, and we'll say our goodbyes offline as well. But thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really felt the genuine, yeah, you're a genuine guy. I always like talking England things too, and I'm a big fan of the band. So (laughs) once again, man, thank you so much for taking the time. You're a legend, Ian. Thank you, man.